Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. It's time for the guys to dive in to the Week 2 NFL action. Listen, as Jalen experiences another Vikings primetime game, and as Colby and Christian aid him through another weekend slate of action, with, of course, the return of the dues list. So, sit back, pray for no fumbles, and enjoy the show. Seriously, pray for him. All right, Jalen and Christian, we are back. It is a lovely Thursday evening. Very exciting night. Very exciting episode. So much to get to. And fellas, I got to say, I don't think Jalen Hurts has figured out the Vikings defensive signals yet. <laughs> the way this has looked so far on Thursday night. Goodness, that, that's a good one. Uh, Baker Mayfield, good little uh, tag there. Um but yeah, no, I mean, the defense looks a lot better. Uh, it's not Ed Donatel calling zone coverages 90% of the time. We're actually blitzing and everything, mixing it up. So it's actually interesting. Um, Christian, you had a good take, though. I think Christian had a better take on this. I'll let Christian get into it. This is a slot fest already. What is this oh, game right now? Is this... Oh, yeah. Thursday, like, night. Thursday night football already in season four. But my take is right now is that the Eagles look completely flat. Like, they have no flavor to their game right now. Like, and this happened to them last week watching that Patriots game. They just look completely mainstream. Like, there's Shane Steichen is just looking more and more like he is much missed in the system because Jalen Hurts, these design runs he's gained already booked up by the edge rushers. It's like the tackles are not even trying. And then these flat curl flats are not going anywhere. They're doing it. You mean to tell me you're going to run a screen with Dallas Goddard? What is this? Like, if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm I'm pissed off right now because what is this? And then on the Vikings side of things, as Jalen was saying before, the offense is looking flat and the defense is actually doing good. Like, what is going on right now? This is a classic freaking Thursday night game. I think Jalen finally caught up that the, they missed the field goal. Yeah. Having, having This is like the first real Thursday night game of the year. Uh, because like the Super Bowl one's kind of different. Um, this is like where it gets to be true Thursday night football. Um, so that's a tough ask. A short week, week two. Uh, I gotta turn that off. Sorry. Um, yeah, man, this is, has been sloppy so far. I like the Vikings getting the points though. They got they win like five and a half. That feels like that was even before the game. I thought that was too many points. Because the Eagles secondary is like banged up, but not great. But hey, if we can get if we can just get a, get a score, Kirk Cousins can wake up like you texted me, Colby. He's already acting like he's in bed. He needs to get the up, man. This offense needs to get in shape. It's ridiculous how many fumbles I've seen uh, in Vikings games just in two games. We, there's been three, three fumbles already this season. Like in front of the line, in front of the line of scrimmage, it wasn't them going down the field and then getting hit. No, it was just right at the line. So. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. This game is a slop fest right now. And if Minnesota would actually get it, get their ish together, it probably wouldn't be. 
you know? And I blame, and like I said, Colby on Monday, I blame Kirk Cousins for not playing in the preseason. I think he should have, instead of messing around with his handlebar mustache and only having a helmet on the field, he should be, he should have at least gone and taken some snaps, you know? But no, he wants to dig around. And now here we are fumbling and go giving up turnovers like it's our grandmother's house. I'm sorry. Like it's ridiculous. I'm sorry, I was just laughing, Christian. I don't know how uh, – Christian, do you have the live feed or uh, I don't know how – Yeah, 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 I have the live feed. I, I I bought Amazon Prime like 30 minutes ago. Yeah, okay. like Christian. Oh. So, yeah, as – I was laughing because, Jalen, as – I don't mean to spoil it for you. I won't spoil it the whole game. I don't know how far behind you are. But um, literally as you were going on a small rant, Kirk Cousins literally just slipped and fell down. <laughs> just off the yards <laughs> after taking the snap, he slipped. <laughs> exactly what I mean. Like that's that's stuff that I feel like could have been easily avoided if you would have just played a preseason game or two, man. But <sighs> it's uh, I gotta keep telling myself it's early, and I'm so far behind, guys. I just got out of commercial break, so. <laughs> Ahoy, ahoy, everyone. Ahoy, ahoy. I had to say that because that was hilarious that as you were saying that, that happened. (laughs) God, that is just comedic timing out of Kirk Cousins. Okay. That hurts. That hurts. I'm not going to lie. All right. So we'll we'll react to this game more, I'm sure, as it uh, goes on um, as we go through the slate here. So the week two slate, very interesting. Um, Y'all did better than me on the picks. Rough week for my first week of locks, but I got to tell you, I love the I love the board this week. I mean, I love some of these numbers and these teams. So I could go a lot of ways here. We'll go through the games. I'm sure we'll uh, talk a little bit about how the teams looked in week one as we go. I'm sure Christian will want to give me some yelling me about a few things um, as we go down the list here. <laughs> we already get into that. We should uh, do we should we remind the people of our picks from last oh, week? Yeah, okay. yeah, I got the you. locks at least. Yeah, I got you. Recap. So y'all both went two and one. I went one and two. Uh, Jalen, you had the Jags and the Raiders. Great Raiders pick. Uh, and the okay. Bears, the only one that screwed you up. The Bears got smoked. Christian, you had the Ravens covering and the Jets, uh, but the commies cost you. They didn't cover. And I went one and two with a terrible week. The Steelers uh, and Giants, both who I've liked to cover, getting their doors blown off. Uh, but luckily, the Titans kicked a, w- a late field goal and covered, so I wasn't 0 for 3. Um, so y'all are off to a better start than me, but we're, that's okay. We're going to rectify that this week. It's a, it's a command of it, all right? I like it. Um, what lines are we going off of this week? Last time, we just went off of FanDuel. Cool. Yeah, that's what I'm going to just say FanDuel. Be consistent. All right. Yes, sir. All right, so down the line, I'm just going to go in order as I see them. Two very interesting games right off the bat, even though if they're not the prettiest. Um, so first one I see, get to get right in. The one thing I was the most correct about after one week, the Green Bay Packers at the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Packers are one and a half. Falcons are one and a half point favorites at homes, almost to pick them. Falcons favored by point and a half. Both coming off wins in week one where they – dominated a division opponent both still have their own questions i love this game this might be my favorite one o'clock game this is um because it's not the a lot of the better games are later um actually that's not true there's some i lied there's some better one o'clock games but this is interesting um my personal probably most interesting one 
Uh, I'll just say off the bat, I mean, I love the Packers. Packers are going to get points again. I think Packers are going to be good, man. They they got pieces everywhere. And I think Jordan Love, pretty good. Um, I like the Falcons in their division this year because they're running game. Even though Desmond Ritter, like, completed such a high percentage of his passes, they literally, like, don't let him throw down the field ever. So I'm a little worried about Desmond Ritter, uh, if I'm being honest, being a great bandwagon guy. But I bet he'll win more games than Davis Mills did last year. So <laughs> uh, I like the Packers. I'll just say that. Richard, take this one. Yeah, um, so – I'm taking Packers. I uh, I was at the other Falcons fan of ours place last week, Mr. Lewis. Uh, so I had to bear and watch the freaking Falcons and Panthers out of all the one o'clock games. <laughs> and to see this offense, how it runs, you have a great system of Algier and Bijan. And yet you still let that man Desmond freaking throw the ball. Like, it was really just disgusting. I wanted to throw up. Man had a stat line of, what, six for six, a touchdown, and, like, negative 11 yards at one point. Like, it, it made no sense. And, yeah, make that up. Uh, you can't make this up. So, yeah. I, I just can't trust him at all after seeing that game. Like, if you're going to be giving me Packers or dogs there, I'll take the Packers and dogs. You're one and a half. Everyone loves Def. I can tell you with confidence after one get, seeing one basically one real game of each of them as a guy. Uh, Jordan Love is definitely better than Desmond Ritter. I don't think that's an overreaction. <laughs> Guys, I, I, I hate to uh, hate to say it, but I'm in a very tough corner here. Um, even when I was writing out the pickums, I was like, "Man, this ain't going to be nothing fancy." Um, it's going to be a tough one, guys, for me to pick here. And I'm going to go ahead. Packers are an underdog, which means Vegas knows something. I don't think the Atlanta defense is all like that. We'll find out and see. Um, Because they play, they played Bryce Young last week. Like It's not a hard challenge. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to join the squad ride with the Packers. Wow. Everyone on the Packers. All right. So everyone should probably go bet on the Falcons. Also, like, but just why would you ever bet on the Falcons? Why would you do that to yourself as a person? Say that, 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 that's another point. Like, why would you ever catch me betting on the Falcons? That's just like asking the – yeah, it's there for the Falcons. Um, man, that is going to be an interesting game, though, because, like, whoever wins that game, you're going to be like, okay, in this NFC, like, we could really do something here. I, I was going to say, yeah, for each of these teams. I agree with that. All right. Next game, another uh, north-south matchup in the NFC. Also fascinating. The desperate Chicago Bears at Baker, the uh, Baker, the ba- Baker, Baker, the Signal Stealer, uh, at the Bucks. Bucks are two and a half point favorites. I'm pretty sure. Like going into, the, I bet at the start of the year the Bears were favored in this game. Um, I'll let you go first, Jalen. Oh, I like that. I was about to say, I already wrote, I was the first person I knew who was going to go with this one, and that was me. And I was going to take the Bucks, baby. Um, like you said on the beginning of this, we got burned, Christian. We 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 thought that we can join a train on everything. Um, Colby, yes, we did have a fun five minutes poking at your terrible Bears record. And I'm going to take the heat. I'm going to take the heat here 
and make the pick before Colby. I'm going to make this interesting. I'm going to take the pick before Colby. It's something I, you don't do on this show. I also when it got comes to a Bears game. I also got the Bears 100% correct last week, so I don't think they're going to be my team this year. I the Packers I was big on the Packers last week. Either way, we got a couple more weeks to make it official. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Bucks, take the chance here, but also reignite the Baker Revenge Tour. I think it's official. I'm all in on it now. Go Baker, go. All right. Wow. I mean, I respect it. Uh, Christian, do you want me to go before you so you can? Are you done? Fading? No, no, no. I, I think I think there might be a new rebirth. I think last week was a really good test to put balance in the force. Okay, um, I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Bucks here as well. I mean, the Baker revenge so I'm all on it. Seeing that Bears offense last week, what was that? All this off season that you take to prepare. And also, you get Justin Fields a toy to work with with DJ Moore, and he only catches four passes. Like he was, he wasn't even attempted towards him. Wasn't like I feel like with the resurgence of buying. Oh my God, TJ Hawkinson! I was gonna put him on money for first team. Um, with hey. <laughs> um, hey. yeah, um, I'm I'm mad now because I was gonna put freaking ten dollars on him. Score first seed. I'm 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 furious at myself right now. Um, <laughs> but no, no, for the game, <laughs> like just seeing that offense, like how it was running, which it's just like how the Eagles are playing right now. It just looks so flat. You have so many skilled players to work with. It was quite annoying. Um, I'm fading the Bears here until I am proven otherwise. Um. Wow. Okay. I love the Bears here. I gotta say, I Bears getting the two and a half. I'll certainly take the points. Um. I don't know. I mean, I think this is like a classic kind of a little bit of an overreaction. If everyone loves the Bucks here, I get they're at home. They do have a good defense, but I still don't think Baker and they're going to be amazing. They still can't really run the ball super well. Um, so, getting points, I feel like Justin Fields can will have a bounce back a little bit. He'll get something figured out. I don't think the Bucks are as good as the Packers. Um, and just getting the two and a half, I like. So I'm actually going to take the Bears here. Bounce back win. There we go. And it's so re-begins. Okay. All right. So there's still a chance here. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> still a chance. All right. Next game. Another great one. The NFC, low-key, pretty pretty interesting. All these games matter because, you know, who knows? So everyone's got that shot. Seahawks right. at the Lions. Lions four-and-a-half-point favorites after the Seahawks dud of a week one game. That I, me and Jalen, when we talked on Monday, I said I thought that was the biggest shock of the week. How much the Rams kind of just smoked them. Um, uh, this is a tough one for me. I probably will not be putting this game as a lock. Um, I lean the Lions at home. I just think they're better. Even the before and a half is a big number, so that concerns me a little bit. But also, Gino was horrendous in the second half last week. They looked bad. Um, I like the Lions here, but again, this is a game that could easily burn you. So this is kind of a, would be a stay away for me. So what was our? I'm going to go back here because I know that I don't think this is the game that was our burn game, Christian. Our burn game was the Tennessee game where we just were like, yeah, anything can happen, and we're going to get burned. 
this could Colby, I guess you're just thinking that the old classic lines are gonna come back, but in this it's case always gotta be in the back of your head. In this case, it's not. In this case, it's not. I, I'm gonna be more I'm more certain of what I'm gonna get on Sunday from the Lions than I am from this Geno Smith Seahawks. It took me one game to get right back to Christian's side on this whole Geno Smith thing. Uh it, I, I, it's already back up in the air. Uh it's already back up in the air. I've seen already a bunch of people abandon ship. I'm right there with them. Uh, I see that I see why. So I'm gonna go ahead. And plus, Seattle has taken already a couple of major ding-ups on their offensive line with Darren Cross gone now. And I think they lost a corner or someone in the defense. So I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to go ahead and go with the Lions. Dan Campbell got those boys, like I said on Monday, rolling. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to say I was right one game in. It's on. I it's think on you can. I won't. I won't fully slam it here. It's only been okay. one week, but it, it's on the table. It's there. It's just. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a drink. It's. It's just sitting there. Um, not. Not. Not drinking it yet. But Gino did look like old fashioned Gino last week, and I was like, mm, "There's that one." I know. Give me the freaking lines at home. Sell out stadium. They're all gonna be wearing bleak blue ski masks. It's gonna be freaking awesome in there like give me the lines feed me that's true <laughs> okay you know what yeah oh, i was on the lines before but yeah y'all sold me more confident i might be overthinking this the lions probably are just a better team um all right so everyone on the lines a lot of agreements so far in these oh, picks God. down the board here i'm sure that'll change as we get farther down um okay so too this one i don't know that we're gonna have to spend a ton of time on it but um please don't raiders at the bills Bills eight Raiders at Bills. Bills eight and a half point favorites at home. I mean, that's a big number for how many how sloppy old Josh Allen was last week. But at the same time, I do not think the Raiders are good. So I mean, this is eight and a half is a big number would be my concern. Um, but I still take the Bills, man. I I can I easily see the Bills bouncing back here. I do not think the Raiders are good, even though that was a nice win week one. Colby. You just said it. Josh Allen turns over the football. You know what Jimmy G does? Also, also Jimmy though, G's wins you football games. Sometimes. Other times he runs out the back of the end zone. 70, what he's got now, 78% win percentage in the regular season? Yeah, okay. It's sure. That's true. That's technically a good number. It's a very good number. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I mean, he's in a system he knows. He has, and like, like I said it on Monday, I hate. I know it's disgusting for me to say it, but maybe Josh McDaniels is being a little undervalued here. I, I'm, I'm starting to. I'm starting to uh, think. Who are you? Who are if him and Jimmy you? G win this game, you guys are gonna come back here and you're gonna be who like, "Who are what is you? going on?" Yeah, you what are going yes, on. Both, all that, all like the Bizarro above. world, and Bizarro like Raiders. I, I'm at a loss. I, I'm, at, I'm at a loss. I, I think I might have to pick the Raiders just because Shalen's on it and it's feeling like this. Like, I, I, I'm i at loss of words right now. Like, is... originally I was going to say this is a prime Josh Allen pounce back game, even at that horrendous performance yesterday. We're button mashing Allen. I mean, the streets are saying he might be a little overrated right now. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of points, too. Give me the Raiders eight and a half. I'll play until Jimmy gets a concussion in week four. I Wow. That's a um, lot of points, Cole. It is a lot of points. That's the thing. That's the only thing that concerns. I definitely think the Bills will win. 
but eight and a half is a lot of points. Um, interesting. Okay. This one is gross, but also fascinating. Chargers at the Titans. Titans three-point underdogs at home after covering last week in a harsh loss to the Saints where they kicked five field goals and Ryan Tannehill stunk. Um, oh, I mean, this is another game. Like, I don't know why you would bet this. Uh, but I love, I like the Titans here a lot, plus three. They covered last week. The Chargers, I just do not trust the Chargers and Brandon Staley whatsoever. Vrabel as a three-point dog at home. As I don't as horrible as Tannehill was last week, I doubt he throws three picks again. Um, it's possible. He's bad. I don't, you know, I don't love that's the Tannehill thing concerns me. But I this just does this not just feel like a classic game that the Titans can muck up and either pull off the upset or at least cover the three. I'm taking the Titans plus three at home. So that question called me as an absolute no. Did you see what the Chargers were doing on all? I mean, yes, don't get me wrong. Justin Herbert still dinking and dunking was not the thing that I wanted to see in that offense. But they still put up a fireworks show against the Dolphins and everything. I thought that would that means something. I think they're going to go into Tennessee and they're going to put up at least 30 on everything. I know Vrabel's a great coach and all, but you got to remember the Chargers as a roster is going to be probably a much better than the Titans. I'm going, I'm going to take the Chargers and the minus three. Give me the Chargers minus three. I mean, are you, are you serious? You're going to really rely on Ryan Tannehill? Great. Might as well put, put in freaking Will Levis at this point, dude. Like, I like he's, he's, he's hurt. hurt. The Titans are one and zero against the spread. Will Levis is hurt. How did he get hurt? in the preseason? He got hurt. It was like more like in the training camp. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, early. All right, put my week. Well, yeah, no week. Willis out there, man. <laughs> I don't know Hill looked awful last week. Um, man, struggling against the Saints. Like that was a disgusting game. Oh yeah. Give me the Chargers minus three. They'll take it by twenty. They were actually putting up points, even though they are freaking knuckleheads and just make the most bonehead freaking decision making. Still give me a charger. All right. Um, I don't take pride in picking the Titans, but they just keep giving them these points, and it's just tempting me. So I, I just I don't know. I just have a weird feeling. I like the Titans. Okay. On to what the people have been waiting for. One o'clock in the the allegedly great state of Ohio. The Baltimore Ravens. At the Bengals. Bengals, Christian's favorite rival. Uh, the Bengals are three-point favorites at home off their week one stinker against the Browns. I mean, I'll just give you the floor if you want it, or you want us to go first? Do you want the input? No, I, can, I can go first. Right. Um, this game, it's a legacy game for Joe Burrow right now. Because Interesting. the seat. The season will be told this Sunday. If Joe Burrow struggles against the McDonald's secondary that we have right now, the Bengals season's lost. There's clearly an indicator that the calf is still affecting him if he cannot throw more than 300 yards against that freaking secondary that we have right now. Like, I truly wish that this freaking team could literally play as healthy at some point like like every frick these past two years they played us at her worst time each time 
and they keep getting away. It's freaking annoying. But Lamar is 3-1-1 one, one as an underdog, which is actually very surprising that he's only been an underdog about six times in his career. <laughs> um, so he's coming in, and it's like, I think it's a it's a 3-1-1 one, one with underdog of like three points or less. I think that's what it is. That's what, yeah. So I'll take the statistics. I'll take Baltimore plus three. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm going with expectations knowing that Joe should this is prime for him to have a bounce back game against our secondary and if he can't do it I'm sorry but it's the season's lost on the Bengals if he he's clearly stuck in his head he got a payday and clocked out yeah okay wow this is a big week in the AFC North um that was that was actually that was great analysis that was not as you were not nearly as mean as I thought you'd be to the Bengals there no, because 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 I don't have to say anything if Joe goes out there and plays bad on Sunday because it's secondary. Like I like I, as much as I want to come here and trash and everything, like this is just the straight facts. If he struggles against this McDonald's secondary, there is a lot to be said. Right, that's fair. Oh. I like it. Uh, I agree. I'd agree with that take one hundred percent. Now I like the legacy game thing. I hadn't thought of that, but that's a good take. I like that. Especially because he just got his money too. That's uh, mm-hmm. I like that. Wow. Okay. Um, I'll just go. I feel like the line is too much. I thought it would be closer to a pick'em, but I guess they're not reacting to week overreacting to week one too much. Um, because of all the things Christian said, I do like the Bengals here minus three. I wish it was a little less, but you know what's a half a point. So I'll take the Bengals. Um. They were horrible week one, but they it's week one, and they also always just play terrible against Cleveland. That's just kind of a fact that Cleveland always smokes them, even though they've been much better than Cleveland overall the last two years, which is weird. Um, So I still take the Bengals here. Like you said, the secondary concerns. Lamar I didn't think was amazing in the first game in the new offense. I'm sure he'll get better as the year goes on. Um, But I do like the Bengals here. Sorry, I'm just a little, a little distracted by the fact the Eagles are probably going to score. It's a battle. Um, yeah, sure it is. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give it to. I'm going to give my pick to the Baltimore Ravens here, because I was listening to people talk about who is just just because of how bad Joe Burrow had, did last week. The question was who's going to throw for 250 yards first, Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow, and everything. And my thing is, Lamar Jackson still has the growing pains of learning this offense. So I'm hoping that – and Zay Flowers, baby. We heard that name a lot on Sunday. That gives me – that gave me great confidence if I if I was more of a Raven fan a little bit more. So yeah. I'm going with the Ravens and my, with the underdog pick. That was – that's that right there was something truly a new experience for myself as a Ravens fan. Seeing a wide receiver get used that much. That was insane. Um he drafted in the first round. (laughs) So he he was and he was just moving around, shifting around people. Like he is what I expected Hall Droppy Wood Brown to be. Um this guy I absolutely love. He's catching, he's being shifty. He has a positive mentality. That's a thing too. Like the radiation energy he has. Oh my God, it's it's like contagious. Um, so 
I'm I'm hoping here that you know Zay gets his first TD here uh, because it, I mean we're feeding him. I think it's continue past that he gets a TD here. Oh, yeah. I I was about to say I was hoping he would have gotten a touchdown last week because no offense, Christian. I didn't go with OBJ. I did take the Zay Flowers though in that in that parlay. That's so. Cool. I went with that one and I was like, man, just he kept getting so many rings, so many calls. He just couldn't, he just couldn't just get the home run call. That was, that was the one that killed me the most, but yeah, he was awesome. Electric week one. Oh, here comes that cheesy Eagles play. Come on, Brian. Nope. Yeah, they got it. They got it. They got it. Dude, you you think that defensive coordinators would have figured it out by now. I didn't figure out, man. It's just a bunch of big guys to push and you can't That's stop. That's true. There's no, true. there's no figuring anything out. It's wild. Um, it should be illegal. I, I was with the NFL. That's an illegal position. Look, that's victory formation. No, that's illegal. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. Oh, whoops. Almost turned on Siri. Okay. Whoa, Siri. All right. On to probably the most gross matchup of the slate, but it's also kind of interesting just because it's rookie quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson's Colts at Shroud's Texans. Texans are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Obviously, they're both 0-1. Um, I'll just go to you first, Christian, because I am just curious because I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say I watched a ton of the Baltimore game against Houston. Um, what were your impressions of C.J. Stroud in his first NFL start? He, he looked awful. He <laughs> okay. looked awful, dude. He, like, he had, like, spurts, but, like, it wasn't, like, anything – like I felt confident if I was a Texans fan, like it was just which understandable. I mean, it's a rookie's first game, but like I feel like with rookie's first game, at least there's some like like you're like, oh like, oh yeah, like that's pretty good. Like he just made plays that were just normal. You're like, eh. Like, so I I'm I'm off the CJ Stroud train already. Like I he just he just didn't go good and with a banged up defense already, even though Rokon and PQ is literally the life of our defense right now, like you should have taken more advantage. Not not a CJ style guy right now. All right, fair, interesting. I left. Yeah, I, I it's probably the he's probably so not used to the receivers not just being wide open like Ohio State. Although I guess he learned to practice. Yeah. But, yeah. So what are your thoughts on this game? This one <laughs> this might end the tie. I might sprinkle five dollars <laughs> on the tie here. Ooh, I like that. Christian bringing the heat today. This one, this one screams tie right now. It, it's like, give me, give me the Colts and the points. I, I can't take the Texans after what I saw last week. Anyone? Oh, you want, all right, okay. So, last. I mean, despite you know the fact that you did go up against Harbaugh week one, you know that is always a tall order for any rookie. Um, I would say, um, I would go ahead and also go with the Colts just because of the wow factor that I got to experience when I watched that Jackson Colts game. It was unexpectedly close. I thought everyone was crazy when they were saying the Colts were going to keep it. I mean, yeah, the Colts were going to keep it close with the Jags. I didn't expect it to be for three quarters. I mean, I didn't think the Jags would have to pull it out from the fourth quarter, you know, um, I was very impressed with what Anthony Richardson did on Sunday. And I think that uh, in this situation, you got, we've seen what Shane Steichen, the impact it might've had on the, on the Eagles might, and we're going to, we're going to find out. Still got more time, not saying anything, football gods, not saying anything, 
So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take the Colts here. Plus three and a, plus three. Well, one and a half. Sorry, yeah, take the points. Um, all right. Wow. They're both on the Colts. I did think Anthony Richardson looked a lot better than I thought he would week one, like I said, on Monday. Um, so, yeah, I don't disagree with a lot of what you said there. But, you know, what the hell? I'll take the Texans here. I'll, I'm not going like, to give this unanimous pick on this gross game. Uh, Texas, oh, minus oh, one and a half. I still think, hey, I thought the one bright spot of the Ravens, D'Amico Ryan's defense, you know, did some things. Will Anderson is going to be a pretty good player. Um, at home, you know, I don't think the Colts, I mean, both these teams suck, obviously. There's not going to, they're not going to, what would you say the over-under is for combined Colts and Texans wins? Like eight and a half? I'd probably take, uh, maybe take the over on that, under? I don't know. I think I still will take the under. Um, but I like the Texans. over, maybe. Nice game at home. Little week two game. Texans get a win. D'Amico Ryans gets the vibes going. Might get to keep his job for more than one season. Yeah, if they tie here, like Christian said, then that if it is at eight and a half, then yeah, that that's gone. Like it's like you can't tie in these games that you play twice. You know, someone's got to win them. So I'm actually doing that right now before I forget. I like that. That's a great bet. The tie, Colts Texans tie. It could be like 13-13 or something. <laughs> so, I hope this game ends in the tie. We don't deserve the win. This would be a great. Oh, this Vikings game, you mean? I doubt this one's gonna end in a tie. No, that'd be wild if this game was a tie. That one would everyone would be so upset tomorrow on TV. I can already tell. All right, we it's got so gross to start. Got three minutes left here. You want to start the last one o'clock game? Before we All right. Game? All right. I'll give it to you and we can ponder and I'll go. And then y'all can have your thoughts. Chiefs at the Jags. Game of the one o'clock slate, probably game of the week. Chiefs 0-1, Jags 1-0. The Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites in Jacksonville. I mean, I think I, like probably most people, love a Chiefs bounce back here, especially with Kelsey and Chris Jones both going to be out there. Um, But, man, you're giving Trevor Lawrence three-and-a-half at home. I mean, I loved the Chiefs, like, and I love them with the bounce back. But at a certain point, that's just too many points for the the prince in his royal castle at home. Um, I'll take the Jags. I don't feel great about it, but getting the three and a half. I mean, that's that's a pretty big number for a road team, even if it is the Chiefs. Jags. Like you were saying, the prince that has finally showed up. He did win the game and covered last week, folks. So don't forget that. He did cover. So, yeah, and most importantly, another receiver who graced the the dues list also did great on my fantasy team helped and shout out Chandler by the way <clears throat> was wannabe champion I should say um we're gonna go ahead and take the Jags plus three and a half it's gonna be Calvin Ridley cooking up some Chiefs DBs and the only thing that they're gonna be relying on is the fact that they just paid um hang on here Chris Jones right yes they just paid Chris Jones so that's the one thing that they'll probably be because can Kadarius Tony catch a football? That is the storyline for the Chiefs right now. And is Kelsey playing? Right. I am on the Chiefs minus three and a half. Um, this is another prime. There's a lot of prime bounce back games, and not all of them are going to happen. I'm just going to take it here, and I'm assuming Kelsey's playing because without Kelsey. You got some 
6 a.m. shift Walmart cashiers out there cashing them all at this rate because that Kadarius Tony um, breaks for hands. Um, he's completely losing his mind right now, especially on social media. He literally like goes zero dark thirty and he'll pop out and laugh at Giants fans and then go back to darkness. That's not how this works, buddy. This is not how this works. If you come back online, you take the heat. Do not come back online, laugh at other people, and then go back offline. No, no, no. That's soft. Soft. Give me those cheeks. Minus three and a half, though. Under depression at Kelsey wins. All right. I like that. That's good. That's probably smart. It's probably good that we're not all against the Chiefs. Um, like I said, I was originally thinking hammer the Chiefs, but then once it's like the Jags are getting this many points at home, felt a little disrespectful. Um, so I think the Prince might be feeling a little disrespected. Okay. On to the four o'clock slate, um, which is actually actually horrible. There's actually not one good four o'clock game. Wow. Um, so the best game, I guess, Niners at Rams. Uh, the Niners are seven-point favorites at home. This is also basically a home game for the Niners. Um, so, I mean, what can you say? The Niners kicked the teeth of the Steelers in brutally and painfully. And I still think the Steelers will be good, um, even if that did hurt my thoughts of their upside. Um, they, they always beat the Rams. Well, they haven't beaten the Rams in, what, like the last eight or nine tries in the regular season? So I don't care how many points this game is. I'm slamming the Niners here. Minus seven or minus 70. Not 70. I actually wouldn't take minus 70. But minus seven for sure. I'll go in. Niners, minus seven, all day, <laughs> every day. Like, are you kidding me right now? A home game for the Niners, pretty much, against the Rams to have freaking a toilet paper tutu on the wide outs, and then you have some other one that sounds like a piece of shit, like Paku, like whatever freaking name is. You mean to tell me you got these people catching the ball right now? They were both yeah. awesome in week one, to be fair. Yeah. Both terrific. <laughs> And they're both the highest waiver wire pickups. They're not going to do anything who passes week one. <laughs> so, and so, like the Niners, and they're just they're just dominant. They absolutely. I'll get to the Steelers later, but they absolutely waxed them. I knew. I told Jalen on Monday. I knew the Steelers were going to get. We're going to lose horribly on the second play of the game when Matt Canada pulled out. The second play of the season, he pulled out one of his back to the bat. Let's go. I know what you call here. Jet sweep. Jet sweep. Let's go. Playing the classics. And as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, they have no chance. I'm completely wrong about this game. This is going to be so bad. And it was. Well, the one thing the Niners and the Rams have is creative play calling for the most part. Um, I don't think the chances of the Rams winning this game are high. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I don't think the chances of them to cover this either is – I'm surprised they have it at 100 right now. I would not be surprised if this line maybe bumps up to 10, but I I, I don't think McVay's got this one. I'm sorry, man. All he's got is a skeleton of a Super Bowl team. I'm going to go ahead and take the 49ers. All right, yeah, that feels like the easiest pick of all of them. Okay, speaking of gross, 
Giants at Cardinals. Giants, after getting 40 nothing are four-and-a-half-point favorites at Arizona. If that tells anyone how good people think the Cardinals are. I mean, this is a disgusting game, but and I liked the Giants last week, and that was horrendous. Um, they, unlike the Steelers, had a whole good first drive when it looked like things were going well before it stopped going well. I mean, I love the Giants here, though. Come on. Arizona's still the worst. They're going to be horrible. So the Giants definitely bounce back here. I don't, four and a half is a solid number for a team that just lost 40 to nothing, but this is going to be Giants win. I love it. Jim, have you gotten to the part where this play is going on right now? Not yet. I, I'm just seeing Kirk yelling right now. Okay. This is wild. Okay, so anyways, I'm going to go ahead and take this one because I'm believing in Jonathan Gannon, a.k.a. Murr from Impactical Jokers. Um, it was, I mean, the, the Commanders played a much better game. Well, I, it's not like the next Bidez Catchet type? What? Yeah, it's a whole situation. Oh, my. They're still looking at it, so. So, okay. <laughs> anyways, uh, that I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Anyways, I'm going to the I'm going to the Cardinals. They played the Commanders played a better football game last week as a whole. They didn't get 40 piece or held to zero for that matter. Um, I'm gonna go take the Cardinals. I think they're playing with some heart, Wait, even though who didn't get 40 piece? The Giants did. I know who, but you said the Cardinals didn't. I said the Commanders did. Well, yeah, they were playing the Cardinals. But yeah, sorry. Exactly. All right, sorry. Go ahead. It's good. Keep going. <laughs> Taking the. I already said it. I took the Cardinals. Okay, interesting. That's a bold move by you to bet on the Cardinals. But hey, they would have. They were the right side last week. So Christian, uh, first, that's going to be a touchback. If that's not a touchback, like <laughs> you, you missed the bullet. Um, but. Give me the freaking Giants. What are we talking here? Minus four and a half. It's a bounce back. Game. Oh, God. We're here. I'm really banking on bounce back games right now. Uh, Giants, <laughs> this is like the Cardinals team. They had a little bit of fight into them. But, like, you mean to tell me Josh Dobbs is going to give them a win? No, this team's going over 17, even the freaking Giants. <laughs> like, I don't know if they're going to go over 17, but it's very on the board. And I do like – oh, yeah. Daniel Jones might have the best game of his career tomorrow on Sunday. He's going to be back. He's going to be slinging that thing around against the Cardinals. Be like, man, this is so much easier than last week. <laughs> oh, oh, what a gross game. All right, speaking of, the other New York team, the return of the Zach going into Dallas um, after the tr- tragedy on Monday night, which was just awful. Um, Aaron Rodgers obviously going down for the year with an Achilles. I mean, it just kills all the buzz, all the momentum. Super sad, honestly. It was really depressing. But still a remarkable win by the Jets. Um, Zach Wilson didn't lose them the game. He outdueled Josh Allen. So there you go. Um, the Jets are getting nine and a half in Dallas. There's This is another one. There's no number I probably wouldn't go to. with. The, well, there may be because the Jets' defense is good. But, uh, yeah, the Cowboys are going to smoke them. They might not score. The Cowboys might have two straight shutouts to start the year. Probably not, but it's going to be bad. I'm 
I think with Dallas, I'm mean, probably not going to think too crazy on it. Um, I just think Dallas got it. Good defense. Both teams are bringing out good defenses, but obviously Dak Prescott probably will be able to throw. Has probably shouldn't be afraid to throw it down the field like Zach Wilson is. So uh, I was about to say, I'm going to take Dallas. I am on the Jets. Nine and a half. I'm that defense. It's the defense. It's the certainly defense. It's really good. And I love it. Even though Sauce didn't have his best game, which I needed him because I lost by a point because Savon Diggs caught a pass, but no T lost <laughs> me the game. But we move on. We move on. We move on. But at defense. Like, I think the defense is good enough to keep it within nine points. And Zach Wilson, now he actually has a full week to understand. He's a starter. He got thrown into it. You know, Aaron Rodgers had the coolest, like, entrance and, like, God, I can forever. Like, just hurt. It was just crazy. That was, like, was a real night. Like, the energy. Like, you're like, you're like, oh, my God. Like, the Jets are, like, going to be good in it. Like, you can't make that stuff up. Like, you just can't with the Jets. So, but I think I think Zach will have good for a good game. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for Zach. I mean, we've seen a lot of hard knocks and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm rooting for a kid. So, give me, give, me, give me them Jets. All right. Wow. I like it. I mean, it is a big number. So, getting nine and a half is, uh, is fair. Um, Zag. What if the Jets just if Zach Wilson's awful and Rodgers Achilles try to get Dion's son? Just try to be bad, try to get Dion's kid in the draft? Because you're not gonna be bad enough to get Caleb. But could you get Shador? Get Shador. That'd be nasty in New York. Um, anyways, that's they probably won't be bad enough though. Um, okay, the last four o'clock game. The one that projects to be the closest. Commanders at Broncos, Broncos three and a half point favorites at home. After losing his home favorites last week to the Raiders, I mean this is so gross. Um, the Sean Payton, like he definitely cleaned Russ up a bit, but it was still pretty bad. They only scored sixteen points. It's not great for when you're when Sean Payton, your legendary coach, uh, breaks out all sorts of tricks from his bag that he's been cooking up for two years. You start with an onside kick. You do everything that contain Russ, and you still can't beat Josh McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo. So I don't feel great either way about this one, but I'm going to take the Commanders plus three and a half here. I think even though they look bad against the Cardinals, I don't think either of these teams are going to be very good. But I'll, So I'll take three and a half with the Commanders. So I'm going to go with the Commanders as well. Um, like I was saying about the Ravens, I think there's going to be some growing pains with this offense as well. But I think there's just some we saw some good flashes of it last week. And I think we're going to see more of that in Denver as Denver reports more uh, injuries and more questionable p- players on the questionable list. I mean, I'm I'm leading commanders pretty easy on that one. This is going to be another 17-16 game. Give me the commanders with the points. Like, the the Broncos can't score more than 17 points at this rate. So, I think the commanders are having enough close enough to cover. All right. Everyone's all in the commanders. Interesting. All right. And now to the good stuff. The primetime slate, which is, you know, some might not like it, but I think it's pretty good. Sunday night football, Dolphins at Pats. Dolphins are three-point favorites at New England. 
Now, Tua has cooked the Patriots in his career. He's never lost to them. So this is a tough one for me, and I definitely think I'm probably wrong about the Dolphins because um, they look pretty good. But that could be an overreaction. Um, This is tough, but I do like the Patriots here. Getting three at home. On If it was in Miami, no way. No way I'd pick them if it was in Miami. But at home, getting three. Belichick maybe pulls out some, some stuff. Slows down this legendary offense a little bit. I like. I don't know, man. I like the Pats plus three. It might be dumb, but I like them plus three. So you know, all the way after that game, Christian. You know that was the best flip flop that I have ever made, <laughs> where I made the last second switch over at the end of a end of a pick, um, where I managed to talk myself into a pick, I should say. Um, <laughs> And I'm going to go ahead and stick with it. I'm going to stick with the Dolphins because every time I do manage to try to change my mind, I always go right back to them. So I like the way the offense cooks, man. How are this? How are the Patriots going to stop Tyreek Hill? How? Are you going to put five guys on him? I want to know what Belichick's going to do. What's his one thing that he's going to do to slow down to him? I mean, what is he going to do? Take the padding out of his helmet? Uh, less turf on? I don't know. What? I mean, you never I'm know. Gonna, with I'm going to talk to Maybe that I'm going to I'm gonna have to start contacting Matt, maybe our boy at the field, and make sure he's putting enough turf for whatever they do on their sand, whatever they do, whether they use grass or turf, whatever it is. Add extra cushion because Tua's coming to town. Please. I know Belichick might have been saying, remove it. Take it all away. We should be playing on dirt and dirt only. And uh, I guarantee you that would be scary and what he would want. But anyways, I'm going with the uh, Dolphins in a, at the end of my rant. This one's a toss-up for me. This one, this one, this one I have to sit on and think about. But I'm taking the Dolphins minus three here. Tyreek Hill is my Wow. Oh, all right, he did. Wow. Wow. Man, all God. right. Um Woo. so yeah, I'll take I'll take because I mean Tyree Kill is literally like he is so good. So good. Like and I think the Dolphins will probably be on the similar trend as what they did last year, where they were came out hot out the gates and then this kind of swirl downwards halfway through the season. So that's what I'm assuming is going to happen. I think the Dolphins will just continue to hot streak here. I'll take them last three. All right. I like that. Interesting. Um, I feel better now that y'all are both on the Dolphins. Makes me feel better about the Patriots, honestly. I, we, uh, we've had a lot of agreement in this episode. So, Colby, can you do me a favor and listen back to your week one takes and then control uh, your week two? Great. I'm not going to. Let me know which team you're owing to with next week. Okay. Like, okay, yeah, I will. I'll tell you. Um, we, we need to keep the track of – it's like a bracket right now of which team is going to be the last one. Right. Colby's like 0 for 4. By week four. Okay, yeah, I'll have to look at that after this week. Um, a lot of potential candidates. Okay. I was wrong on a number of games. I think I was – I looked at my – on the ESPN pickups, I was one below – I was like one below 500, so it wasn't great. It was not a great first week. Um, all right, the Monday night doubleheader, the division rivalry night. First one, they played like very close to each other, which is weird, only an hour apart. Uh, Saints at the Panthers. Saints three-point favorites on the road. I mean, I love the Saints here. 
it's filthy how much I love this Saints team here. But the Panthers, ew, they're going to be atrocious. Their offense is horrendous. They have a bad line. They don't have good weapons, and they have a tiny rookie quarterback. I like Bryce Young, like what he can do with his abilities. I like him as a quarterback, but he's so small, and they just have nothing there. He's a rookie. The Panthers might on, might not score a touchdown in this game. The Saints are going to win. Derek Carr, after a rough start, this is it's going to be a low-scoring game, but I, I love the Saints here. This is just going to be gross. I I would love to pick the Panthers, but after last week, it wasn't very encouraging. I mean, the defense showed up, in my opinion, but defense can only do so much when the offense can't do anything. So until I see something from the Panthers, I'm going to have to step away from them. I'm going to go with the Saints. It's heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. It was a, They were a strong preseason favorite, but not anymore. Not anymore. Did they lose every preseason game? Yep. Not preseason. And they haven't been good in the real one in one effort. So oh, I hate this. We're freaking team riding again. Give me a freaking Saints. And the reason why, and I may be turning 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 it over with the Saints. Small but surely. But the mic'd up video from Derek Carr. Like I was like, oh, I can't hate this guy. Like he's like he's pretty cool. And like just the walkout he did. Like I'm not. I don't think much people seen it, but like it's his like entrance, like coming in, announcing him, and like and like they had like the side camera, and like they show like the whole um, Superdome. I'm like, oh, this is kind of awesome. Oh um, no! <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, oh, this is kind of right? awesome. And listen to his mic up, and I was like, I saw that. Yeah, that was tough. Think of how relieved Derek Carr probably is to now be playing in the NFC South after spending his whole career in the AFC West. He's yeah. probably like looking around. He's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, this, all, all of these teams might be incompetent. Yeah, so. That's true. I'll, I'll, I'll take this. And the Panthers just look flat. They look flat. They look awful against the Falcons. I don't I don't see things changing. All right. I'm in agreement with you there. Okay. All right. And now for what the also the people have been waiting for. Um, I'm sure Christian will be very nice to me when we talk about this game and be truly professional. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> off of what was I mean, anyone who listened on Monday knows it was it was down bad. Well, well they well, say everything. It was really it was bad. Um, you know, Matt Canada, as I already said, he was uh, he was in midseason form, uh, breaking out the jet sweeps. Kenny Pickett was horrendous. Um, not gonna let him slide for that. Um, he had a, his only good drive was when they went no huddle, which that was how he was great in the no huddle last year. But they don't like to do it for some reason because Matt Canada is super dumb. Uh, Deontay Johnson and Cam Hayward got hurt. Also not great. It was horrible. It was really bad. Um, I was wrong. I thought they would win, but. This is the game right here. I also think that was the best team they will play all year. Um, they will not be manhandled like that again. I don't know. I, I said the thing that I has definitely made me down on what their ceiling can be as to what I was previously hoping going into the year. But I still fully expect them to be in the playoffs and be a good team. Yeah. 
you had me at you had me at this is the one. This is the game though. Yeah, if they lose this game, is this legacy full, game? Full done, full panic. Yes, <laughs> this is no actually better. I have a better term than legacy game for Ke- for Kenny Pickett. You said Joe Burrow's a legacy game. This is the end of the honeymoon phase game for Kenny Pickett because he's obviously he's from Pitt. He was obviously bad at the beginning, but he really came on and played great down the stretch last year. So it's been all good vibes after the week one done. If you lose, they haven't lost to Cleveland. They never lose to Cleveland at home except that one playoff game. But other than that, Tomlin has almost never lost to Cleveland at home. He's owned Cleveland. This is a classic overreaction game that the Steelers are two and a half point dogs at home. Um, they were favored at the beginning of the year. Uh, I I watched them play the Browns last year, the last week, and they smoked them. So I still, I mean, as bad as week one was and as rough as it was, I still love the Steelers here in week two to bounce back against Cleveland. Come on. I still, I'm Cleveland, I'm not at all sold, even though they smoked Cincinnati. They always beat Cincinnati. I'm not at all sold. God, the projected over under on this game is thirty eight. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, old school. It's gonna be an old school football game. Well, in that case, then I would like to have a running back that knows what uh, gaps to go to you know and everything. I'm gonna take Nick <laughs> Chubb. So I. That'd be in that case, I'm going to go with Nick Chubb and the Browns. I've said it all season. They're going to be real ankle biters this season. I think this is another ankle biting game. They they're coming. You got Deshaun Watson doing his air guitar all over again, like in Houston, which I just learned that he used to do that in Houston. I was like, oh mo. I was like, oh no. Why is he just rubbing his belly? And then they're like, oh, he's strumming his guitar. And I was like, why did they say it like that? That's what I said afterwards. <laughs> so. I think for me personally, the Browns, this is probably going to be another game for them to go 2-0, and and they're going to get into the whether or not they're for real talk. And uh, this exactly. is probably where people are going to say no. Yeah, I was about to say, that's where they're going to come in and say no, because I think, like you said, Colby, the Steelers are just going to have to hit that panic button after this week. And a little bit of reality check is going to set in for this quarterback, you know? You just lost to not only – you not only got your butt kicked by, by almost 40. I mean, you did score at least – at least. Uh, and then on the other side, you just lost to the Browns and where a lot of Steelers fans, like you just said, Colby, is a pretty much a normal expectation to handle business over there. In so, yeah, to keep the keep the avalanche and the ball or boulder down, keep on rolling it down the hill. I'm going to say Browns are going to push this one to 0-2 on you guys. That's fine. I mean, hey, we'll see. Christian, all right. Let's hear what you have to say. Wow, wow, wow. Sounds so somber, Christian. I mean, Colby. Sounds so somber. Aren't we here? One week, only one weekend. One weekend. And I said it. That man, that kid. He's going to try the Pittsburgh Steelers fans out the window. That's cute. When I saw the Jet Sweep, I was like, oh. Yes. Couldn't believe oh, it. Yes. <laughs> Give it to me, my Canada. Give it to me. Because I know Steeler fans are pissed because you're right. It never works. He keeps doing I don't understand. It never works. It never works. It, never works. <laughs> it doesn't work once, and he's just like, you know what'll get him this time. This is the time where they're not gonna see it coming. This time it's gonna work, and then it never does. I give it ten plays. 
and we'll see another jet sweep on Monday Night Football. I'll oh, come that's play probably a great series long. I would hand under on that. He loves them. Just get it out of the way early. Might as well. First play. Just do a first play. Get out of your system. Steelers came in here off the highs of the preseason. Kenny Pickett's lighting it up and just looked out the gate. Couldn't get anything going. And who and who said this was gonna happen? Oh, oh, oh me! I said that was gonna happen. We like it was on the table. I knew this was gonna happen. That Kenny Pickett. I didn't think honestly. I didn't predict the honeymoon phase to be over. I think it was to the extent of how the offense looked yesterday. I didn't. I mean, last week. If he wins this game, it's still going on. If he he wins this game, it gets extended to week eight. I think (laughs) it doesn't. It's here. And Najee's honeymoon phase that's been long gone. Yeah, (laughs) Najee's already in the divorce papers phase, and people already call him Jalen Ward, including myself. Yeah, I mean, Jalen drafted Jalen Ward. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna say I, I know I am. I'm waiting for him. He is better. Like Jalen yeah. Ward's pretty good. It, like I don't understand how like he's pulling a Trent Richardson. Like does he, does he not see the holes to his left? <laughs> Those memes. It's been bad. Like they're making memes out of it. It's bad. Like, no. There was there was yeah. one one run I saw where it was it was a it was a, it was a it was a stretch to the right. And there was like the cards had literally the freaking C right there. <laughs> into the pile. Straight into I, the pile. So the Steeler fans are already they they have made the buttons out already. <laughs> I didn't anticipate it to come out this fast, but like just the way they looked last week, I think it just expedited everything. And yeah. Kenny Kenny buddy you better hope you do good because it's not looking good right now. And he was George very Sanders, good against the Browns last year, though. That was one of his best games. He was very good against Cleveland last year. Like I, like I think the Steelers will be under five hundred. I hope they don't get the first overall pick, but they're trending that way. Oh, um, they're not they might good. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Come on, they're not. Dude, you would okay, okay, but but I also did say in the off season it's going to get to a point where you're going to want to want to lose and be below 500. Matt Canada is going to drive you to that point. It will happen. Just accept it now, Colby. I'm not you accepting will, it yet. You, you will be we're like, oh, might as well tank, uh, you know, get Drake May. Uh, he does it fast. He does it fast. Don't worry. Uh, no, come on. Uh, Kenny Pickett, I'm still a believer. that my The spin zone I have on all of that is, if they beat Cleveland this week and look fine, they don't even have to blow them out or anything crazy. Just if they beat Cleveland this week, you'll be like, okay, you know what? It's the Niners. It's just the Niners yeah. are really good. They're going to do that to a lot of teams because they're probably going to do the exact same thing to the Rams this week. So that's the spin zone. But, yeah, I do agree. If This is a must win. If they lose this game, this is must win. Full panic. It's full this panic. is a must win. You should find a, a photo of Matt Canada drinking some Canada dry because that's what he's freaking doing on the sideline. He's <laughs> cooking up. He's cooking it up. He's looking like Greg Roman out there right now, and it's Actually, hilarious. He would be lucky to be Greg Roman. It's only, I think the thing that will save your season is if Tomlin grows to pair and fires Canada halfway through the season. I think that's what would save Not your style, season. But it, it might get to that point. We'll see. 
they're going to win this game, though. But the, all things said, they're not going to lose this game. I don't believe mm-hmm. We'll see. Oh, we will see. Ankle biters. Uh, the Browns are here. The Browns if they win here. this game, if they're 2-0, and they can't be ankle biters, though. Then they have real expectations, like you said. They're 2-0. and yeah. All right. Real team. We got 10 minutes on this meeting. We'll see how much we can get through of the good stuff. And then we can finish up on another one. Okay. You ready, boys? I don't know what, what that means, Jalen. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, Christian, you want to lead us in That's with the do's list, week two. The do's list? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. We got it cooked up, boys. And we got a this time. We're, we're back. I mean, unfortunately, although he almost got one. Honestly, if he would have caught that in stride and got a little, he would have probably got that. And then DJ Moore, don't get me started on that one. Um hmm. But Calvin, 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 I was spot on with that. That was like first, first. I, um, but this week we got a running back, tight end, wide receiver combo. We are hitting all three. Right. First one, hitting the one o'clock game. He's back. He's better than ever. Travis freaking Kelsey. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? First touchdown. That's if he's back. If he's not back. We will re- be replacing him with. Uh, let me think about it first. Uh, a one o'clock game that would have to replace him with is probably. <sighs> Justin Fields anytime TD. I hate it, but that's hmm. that's that's if Travis oh. Kelsey's rolled out. That's if Travis Kelsey's rolled out. Okay. Um, but so Travis Kelsey is his first leg, second leg. We have we go move into the four o'clock games and we have Saquon Barkley against the Cardinals running back. He's get him. We gotta get him back in there. And then the third and last we got who was it? Oh, the other four o'clock game. Debo Sanders. I like like who against the Niners. He cooks against the Rams every time. So give me Debo. Give me Travis. Give me Saquon. Uh, I don't know what odds come out to be, but they're not going to be as spicy as last week's. Um, but if you do want to add some spice in it, mix in some safe flowers or OBJ because they're they're ripe and hot too. <laughs> so yeah, so that's their dues. I think that's a good one. I like that do list. Those, those all feel pretty pretty good chance of happening, especially De- Debo and Kelsey. That's great. I like that. All right, so. Y'all ready to get into the juice, the best for last, the picks. We got statement game, upset, and then, of course, the locks. Jalen, take it away. How y'all want to do this order? Get us started for the first round of picks. Yeah, Christian, you got second. I'll take third humbly. And, uh... But we're gonna mix it up a little bit. Let's uh since you are tracking our locks, we'll go ahead and go with the statement and upset games first. Yeah, and then we'll go with our locks. All right. So we're doing the same order, me, Christian, you. Is that what we're doing? Yep. All right. So first pick, we want to do statement game first. Yes, go ahead. Um, statement game. There's a lot of good candidates for a statement game. There's some division rivalries, all sorts of stuff. In the spirit of that, I'll say the Patriots statement game. 
chance if they can slow down Miami's crazy offense, the Thunder, and get the win as I think they can um, at home, get a dub. You can really say, all right, we're going to be right here in the AFC East. Don't forget about us. We still have Belichick. We're not going anywhere. Um, this is a chance for the Patriots to make a big statement if they can beat Miami. Mm, give me give me the Browns. Statement. Ooh. They come out 2-0. Stealing them. Damn. Ah, that's, that's a good brutal. Those are two good picks to start. Brutal. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Um, give me the Commanders. I, I like Commanders in this one right here. That'll be a good statement game. Get their hat back in the NFC East. Even though their opponents have been gross, at least their hat's out there. And they have to at least be like, hey, they're another one of those teams that are like, hey, we're at least 2-0. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going with the Commanders. All right. That's a good one. Okay. Upset. You want to go same order or reverse for this? Um, Same order. All right. Same order? Okay. Oof. All right. There's some... Not a ton of upsets outright that I love. I'll say, I mean, just because, again, it feels like gross vibes and it would be an upset as much as you all think it's crazy. The Titans, huge potential upset. Titans can upset the Chargers, man. It's my upset. The Titans down the Chargers. I will take, you know, it's considered an upset via the odds giving the Packers for plus money. Hmm. Dirty. That is a dirty move, sir. Running by a technicality. See, oh, never thought we'd run to that day. I hope you get that tie. I hope you get that tie. I hope you get, I hope you get that. I'm going with the cards. I'm going with the cards plus four and a half. I, I like that upset a lot. The Giants looked piss poor, terrible. So, uh, and the Cardinals actually looked like a football team. So, I'll at least go ahead and go with the Cardinals. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right, on to the locks, the good stuff, what everyone's waiting for on good stuff. we got four minutes. We can probably get through the first round of locks here. So same order? Yes, sir, same order. Get a bounce back. I had the worst week. 1-1. One, one. Some great options here. <laughs> give me, But give me the easiest, not overthinking pick. Niners minus seven against the Rams. One one. I mean, I can't can't overthink it. I did too much overthinking with my picks already last week. That feels like a guarantee that they're going to stomp the Rams. Niners minus seven. Took what I was going to take. Give me the Packers one and a half. Not overthinking that. That was that was the other one I was thinking about. (laughs) Boys. This one right here. uh, I think it's just because it's too high of a spread. Give me the Raiders. Wow, he's on the Raiders this year. I did not expect this, that Jalen was going to be on the Raiders like this this year. Wow. Me too. Me too. I wasn't expecting this either until uh, the the Jimmy G effect just kicked in week one against the Broncos, and I got to see it for myself. All right, you got the first pick. We got to two and a half minutes still, so you got the first pick of the next, next group. What's your second pick? All right. Um, if I'm gonna get the next pick, give me the Ravens, also with plus three and a half. I meant just plus three. Sorry. Jalen on the dogs. Raiders plus eight and a half, and um, Ravens plus three. 
Okay. Ravens plus three. All right. Give me the Chiefs minus three and a half. Chiefs minus three and a half. Okay, that's that's a fair one. Um Christian took the Chiefs minus three and a half. All right, so I got back to back picks here. Um I don't know where Christian just went. Um but <laughs> there he goes. He's back. Okay. Um, all right. So my set I got the second and third picks here for the snake draft. He keeps uh disconnecting. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and take the gonna do a little special here. Hate having to wait for the suspense of my picks, but I'm gonna do a little Monday night doubleheader here with uh with my second and third picks. And you know what they say when you have are just egregiously, egregiously wrong about something, and you just have a horrible take that that a bad pick that just gets so so blown out, laughably bad. You can either shy away from it, you know, and just be like, "Oops, that was a whiff." Or you can double down. And I'm doubling down. I'm going to take the Steelers. They're not losing this game. Plus the two and a half. If they do lose this game, I will probably be done picking the Steelers in my locks all year and being biased. Um, and then I'm also, in the other Monday night game, going to take the Saints minus three. Because that just feels like a slam dunk. They're going to – Carolina's bad. So Monday night doubleheader for my next two locks. Ooh, and this one – I will be taking the Chargers minus three. Oh, okay. Chargers minus three over the Titans. All right, fair. Jalen, last last lock. What do you want? I have to make my last one something a jab towards, you know, one of our other picks, something that I might like, but no one mentioned it, which means no one really believes in their take. I'm going to go ahead and take my Dolphins and Mike McDaniels once again. I mean, I'm going to let them have only three against the Patriots, only three. I mean, that's just, come on. That's just, that's going to be easy money. What, what are they going to do? Call off? Tua's got superpowers now. What do you expect? Wow. Okay. There you have it, folks. That is our week two locks. We'll see. Come back and see who does the best. I'll compile my stats on who my own two teams are. Um, after next week. So you guys have, we can figure out who we want to, this is the famous fade team. So just to recap, week two locks, I got the Niners minus seven against the Rams. Uh, the Steelers plus two and a half at home against Cleveland. And the Saints minus three at Carolina. Jalen's got the Raiders plus eight and a half at Buffalo. Ravens plus three at Cincinnati. And the Dolphins minus three at New England. And Christian has the Packers getting a point and a half in Atlanta, Chiefs minus three and a half in Jacksonville, and Chargers minus three in Tennessee. Yes. All right. Well, Kobe, that sounds really good in all. However, there is still one more thing that is on our minds, so we might as well get it off our mind, and that is our final thoughts. Go ahead and take it away, Cole. Okay. Mm, that's good. I – Kind of all over the place uh, for my fi final thoughts here. Not really. Could go a couple different directions. Um, I guess I'll, I'll stick to football, though, and say I'm ready. JMU, big game against Troy this week. We're at the moment. I, I said on TV the other night, JMU, best Division One football program in Virginia? Yeah, uh, probably is. They've beaten UVA Tech last times out. 
uh, coming off the thrilling win over UVA last week in Charlottesville. They're 2-0. The QB controversy appears to be resolved. Um, McLeod seems to be the guy. And this is – Troy's no joke, though. They're one of the better teams in the Sun Belt. This is going to be a tough game. So I'm just excited to see what they look like and see if they can get to 3-0 and just continue to just flex their muscles. Go roll Dukes. Christian, that's a solid one, Colby. Of course, we always love our Dukes. Dukes call out here. But Christian, what do you got for us today? Did you guys know Jamie quarterback is actually Ray Ray McLeod's little brother? Like, I didn't put two and two together. Oh, yeah, that's wild. I did not put two and two. Someone told me that at work. I was like, oh, he's actually Ray Ray McLeod's little brother. It's cool. Um, but no, I was at the EVA game um, this past weekend. Absolutely great environment. Just there was a sea of purple on one end zone. It was awesome. And it was loud. You can hear the JMU Dukes. It was like, I mean, we will travel for away games. We will leave at halftime at our own home games. But those away games, you best believe we are there. We are loud. We are proud. Freaking bleed purple there. It was awesome. Um, so UBA fans went home pretty sad. Um, but they were nice hospitality guests. We, I, I, I extend my thanks to UVA folks were hosting us they were they treated the tailgates right the tree that's the game so we're very friendly i probably can't say the same about the tech people we will probably see here in about two years in 2025 <laughs> when we play virginia tech uh, that will be an electric game and that's when i do hopefully able to host an in-person draft for our league which leaves me with my final thought uh colby probably didn't share with the podcast but he came <laughs> in last place uh, this past weekend, he made he made a great introduction to the league of coming in straight last with a thinker thinker of a performance. So I only lost by three. Our game was so, close. So Easter Bunny's look costumes looking well, pretty good on Colby right now, honestly. So uh, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my final thought. <laughs> that was good. My final thought is it's Vikings teams screwed. Um, it is currently <laughs> 27 to 20. It's 20. Um, Kirk Kirk Cousins did not manage to get anything going. Um, congratulations, Vikings. Just, uh, can't wait to come back on here and get to rank how many teams are above us for us to get through to get Caleb Williams. Find out next time on oh. the CJ. On, well, wait. Right? Yeah, I forgot something, right? I, 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 thought, I, I thought I forgot something. What was that called? I think you said it. Sorry, you yeah, go ahead. I didn't mean to take your line. Yeah, no, I, you I, didn't take I, it. No, I, you didn't take I, it. I, I thought I was perfect by me. Well, Alex Masson has a whooping point five points for Jalen's team right now. I'm just going to slide that in real quick. Russell Jefferson has points right now. It's not great. It's just a great. It's just not great vibes over at the Vikings. But it was good vibes on this show as I try to recover this uh, wrap up because it was some good stuff. Thank you for listening to the CJJC show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.